0: This is Regenerative Medicine News. I'm your host, Stephanie Wolf, PA and co-founder of the nation's leading sexual wellness clinic, the Novus Center. We've helped thousands of men reclaim their energy, their youth, and of course, their sexual performance, all without unnecessary blue pills or Band-Aid medication. And now we're here to help you do the same by bringing our vast knowledge of regenerative medicine to the podcast world. We hope you enjoy. Hello, it's Stephanie Wolf, PA and CEO of the Novus Center. So I'm going to finish out my chapter three of the Novus Protocol. Um, I did several other podcasts before this talking about the PRP P-Shot, and then I went into the stem cell P-Shot, and today I'm going to end up with the exosome P-Shot, and that's currently what we're using here at Novus. So it all started several years back, Um, we were at the annual anti-aging conference in Vegas, and Duncan Ross, who is the PhD brains behind exosomes, but also the CEO and founder of Chimera Labs, he was um, doing a panel where he was, you know, basically educating all of us on exosomes and how they work and why they're more superior to stem cells. So after that conference, you know, we came back to LA and basically had a meeting, you know, at the office and. We're always looking to give you guys the latest and greatest, and you know, I'm. You have to remember that um, things are always changing, and really, that's that's growth, right? So, the day that you learn everything is the <laughs> day that you die. Um, so, we're always going to be learning something new, and that's why it's called practicing medicine because we're always practicing, you know, new technologies and techniques, and and really, it comes down to I just want the best for you. And when I say I want the best for you, you do know that I do want the best for me, too. (laughs) So all these things that I'm learning about are for you, and they're for me, and they're for my family, and, you know, how to keep everybody moving forward to live the most abundant and healthy and long-lasting life that we can possible. So... I will stop boring you with my little speech here and go into exactly what are exosomes. So exosomes are nano-sized extracellular vesicles that are 1,000th the size of a cell. So think about how small that is. And they are produced virtually by every cell type as a means of intercellular communication. This is how your cells communicate, is through exosomes. These exosomes are surrounded by a lipid membrane with proteins. A lipid membrane just means like a fatty collection around the actual cell. And then there's these proteins on the surface. And these exosomes are located within the stem cell itself. So they actually, they come from stem cells. And it's because of this lipid membrane That the exosome material, remember, inside the the exosomes, they carry your proteins, your messenger RNA, and your microRNA. So there is no genetic material at all inside an exosome. But it's protected from degradation because of the lipid membranes, meaning that it's going to protect that material and then allows these exosomes to reach parts of the body that stem cells wouldn't be able to because they're too large. Or maybe medications aren't able to, um, specifically crossing the um, blood-brain barrier, meaning going into the brain. So they are doing some studies currently um, with neurodegenerative diseases. Um, I actually met with the neurologist in Duncan yesterday and they were kind of filling me in on what they're currently working on, it's, it's fascinating. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. So the proteins that are on this membrane are attached to the surface and this allows the exosomes to reach their target cells. So they act as the chemical messengers released by the stem cell to repair inflammation and damage cells when they're called upon. So every stem cell in your body secretes trillions of exosomes naturally. So why not just remove the middleman, right? If they're the ones doing all the important work, then why not use them? So think of the exosomes as a mailman. And the stem cell is your post office. All of the information or the mail and the letters are housed at the post office first for safekeeping. And then when it's time to deliver that message to the correct recipient, you need someone to deliver that message. And that, that comes in the form as the mailman or for our purposes, the exosome. So what was once thought as the stem cell sticking around once injected to create this new tissue and blood vessel formation was actually just the exosome. As most stem cells are cleared within a week of injection. And because they're so big, a lot of times they'll clump together. And so then they're really not able to get in and do what they need to do. So the exosome is also considered the less risky part of the stem cell, again, because they don't carry the genetic material or the DNA coding. Um, They don't contain the organelles and the mitochondria from the host. So therefore, they cannot replicate themselves. They can't transform into malignant cells or other harmful cell types. They are less likely to trigger an immunogenic response. And they cannot be infected with a virus. So the fact that they the lack of the DNA, um, or they lack DNA, is also what makes the rejection of these cells impossible, and therefore lowers the risk of their use. So they're much smaller than the stem cell, as I said before. They're nano-sized particles, and that's how they're categorized. So they're, again, able to cross the blood-brain barrier, as well as penetrate solid tissue masses that otherwise stem cells couldn't penetrate, such as the thyroid gland, or even tumors, and then triggering a healing cascade. So, they're also simpler to harvest and store and transport, making the cost more manageable than having stem cells from your bone marrow or your adipose site or getting it from the Wharton's jelly. Um, so, that makes it nice for the patients. So, exosomes come, or the ones that we're getting come from placental tissue. So exosomes from placental mesenchymal stem cells, that's the ones we use at Novus, and that's the ones that um, Chimera Labs are using, they have the potential to target every organ and tissue in your body. So they influence your own dormant cells or your quiet cells, maybe the, the cells that are no longer working, to come out of hibernation, proliferate, heal itself, do what they were supposed to do, like bring them back to level one, You know, back when they used to do what they were supposed to. Exosomes also have potent anti-inflammatory effects. So they can change macrophages and T-cells from inflammatory states to non-inflammatory states. So they are using this to help with inflammation in the body. They also seek out injured or damaged tissue and they promote healing and homeostasis by their specific microRNA molecules that can help regenerate normal collagen in the skin and then enhance the extracellular matrix production to restore that damaged tissue. They may even suppress tumor genes, so they are working on that currently. Um, They were talking about, you know, finding specific exosomes for specific tumors Um, I know they were working on pancreatic cancer. So again, that's down the road. We can talk about that another day. But they're considered proangiogenic. They're stimulating endothelial cell function, thereby improving angiogenesis or creating new blood vessel formation. And the list goes on and on of all the things that these exosomes can do. So since we switched over to using exosomes in our PRP, P-SHOT, We have not only improved erectile function, but patients are actually reporting an increase in girth and length. And um, I actually wanted to give you a little case study here that I had. And this gentleman, he was 67 years old. He came to the clinic for shockwave therapy to treat his erectile dysfunction. And he was using Viagra and Cialis, but, you know, it kind of stopped working as it does, you know, remember with Viagra Cialis and the generics, of course, um, what happens is the longer you use them, the more you need, the stronger dose you need, the more it doesn't work. So it's it's this battle you guys are up against. So then you're switched to injectable Trimix and that's basically what happened to him. So the thing with Trimix is that it gave him an erection, just like whoever uses Trimix, literally within 10 minutes. You don't even need to think about it. And um, it would last longer than two hours. And he loved that because he was able to have intercourse with his wife, you know, whenever she wanted it. So if he injected it, it lasted him quite some time. Um, So he did like that. But again, like he just wanted to get an erection on his own. He didn't want to have to keep, you know, injecting and taking pills and, and all the things that you guys come to us for. So the other thing he was talking about um, was, you know, his wife had this hip issue. So the only way they were able to have sex was on this one particular side. And he was like, yeah, I'm able to get an erection in the beginning, but it's just not staying firm enough um, for very long. So he was hoping that the exosomes would basically regenerate that tissue, knowing again, he was 67 and, you know, also had been a trimix user. He didn't have any concerns with curvature and he was currently being treated with testosterone um, by another provider. So we talked about the cock ring and again, the cock ring kind of acts as like a makeshift, uh, you know, for for patients who have venous leak. So it's like this makeshift uh, door closer (laughs) of your valves. And um, he said that He could use it and it was helping, but he just didn't want to do that anymore. So he didn't have any other pre-existing diseases. He had mild hypertension and it was controlled with a low dose amylodipine, which is a calcium channel blocker, which we discussed in previous podcasts is perfect for vasodilation. Um, He cut out his sugar and flour in his diet. He was trying to lose weight. Um, His goal weight was to get to 220 pounds. He used to be in the 300s. And he was currently weighing at 268. And he was a big guy. So he started going under shockwave therapy treatment in the office. And I we did a series of six treatments one week apart. And he was starting to get improvement in the blood flow and the tissue. And then at the very last treatment, which was his sixth treatment, we did the exosome P shot. So we also sent him home with the home use device, the Phoenix. And I advised him to you know, hold off using it for at least a month, let the exosomes do their thing, and then he could start using the Phoenix twice a week um, for 30 days, and then he would take 30 days off. I then had him come back three months later for follow-up and hormone consultation just to make sure that everything was working right, and he was ecstatic with his results. He said that he actually measured himself, and he had grown an inch in length and a half inch in girth. And he was having these strong nocturnal and morning erections. Um, claimed that his wife was very pleased, and you know he was no longer using the Trimex or the cock ring. So, I've seen you know great success with using the Exosome P shot, um, not only for erectile dysfunction but for male enhancement. So. It's pretty awesome. I am going to go ahead and do another podcast because I've been talking for a little bit too long here for you guys, (laughs) um, where I break down that interview between me and Duncan Ross. So stay tuned. That will be next week. Would you like to enhance your performance in the bedroom, but just don't know where to start? There's no such thing as a treatment that will work for everybody. So we've created an in-depth quiz that can give you a personalized treatment protocol based on your unique situation and health history. You can get your free treatment plan by going to getmyprotocol.com. That's getmyprotocol.com. Thanks for listening. You can view clinical studies on the topics we talked about today on our clinic's website, thenovacenter.com. Please remember, this is not medical advice, and none of the statements we've made have been evaluated by the FDA. And always speak with your medical provider before seeking any type of medical treatment.